Greetings and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown, and it is finally here. The episode you've been waiting to listen to and the episode that we've been waiting to record is finally upon us, Captain America Civil War. It's a movie that Tony and I have been very excited to see. We couldn't wait to check it out, but we had to wait because of work schedules and real-life stuff. But we finally made it to the theater this past week, and we're able to see the film, and I'm dying to share it with you. But one thing I do want to say at the very beginning of this episode is that we did something a little bit special this time around. We actually broadcast this episode live in the car on the way to the theater and then also on the way back from the theater. So those of you that were lucky enough to uh, to just catch us when we posted to Twitter that this was going to happen were able to join us in the uh, the YouTube chat room as we were streaming there and to just uh, interact with this, bring up some points, ask some questions. It was a really, really great conversation. And I'm so happy that we were able to make that work. And as we move forward in the future, we'll do a better job of coordinating this. It was a really off-the-cuff affair this time around because we weren't entirely sure it was going to work. But moving forward, we're going to schedule these a bit more. We'll let you know ahead of time what day and time we're going to be seeing the movie, when you can expect us to be broadcasting, and have all that information on the website, on our social media channels, so that... You can be there if you want to and join us live for the discussion and join in, which uh, which we would love for you to be able to do because it was so fun uh, this uh, this past time. I know that we're going to enjoy that new aspect of the Drive Home Breakdown moving forward. But that's all I'll say about it for now because I want to just get you to the episode, let you hear the conversation between myself, Tony Grice, and many of you as we discuss what was one of the most anticipated films of the year, Captain America Civil War. And... We're live. We're here. You, we're in the car. Sure? We're live. Are you sure? And our eyeballs have just been <laughs> raped by Captain America Civil War, which is awesome, except rape is not awesome, unless it's Captain America Civil War and your eyeballs. Kids remember rape is not awesome, but rape it's awesome. Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, ah, I mean, I said it was good, but they didn't say God. it was fucking good, Tony. Dude. God I, damn! I was sitting in the theater... And, like, every fucking thing that was happening, I was just like, I, 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 it, I, I, I was just like, this is, I don't know how, I don't know how everyone doesn't just make movies like this. Like, they're just, how they, how has Marvel come into it so late in the game oh and perfected my God. it? <laughs> Dude, I, the thing, the thing, like, there's so many things going on. I loved, I loved the way they introduced characters. Yeah. I loved, I loved the new characters. I thought they they did the thing that we had such an issue with, like, you know, Batman versus Superman. You have two totally different mindsets, two, two totally different, you know, uh, uh, way, ways, people, philosophies. And, and they still could not get that across. And in this, they did such a good job with it. Like, I thought they really, you really did start to kind of understand why, why the pe- different people were on different sides of it. Because it's not just as black and white as you 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 might think going into it what, what, yep. what, no matter which side you kind of were on going in oh dude i just i i literally like they're really genuinely even when i love a movie i don't necessarily have the urge that i'm like let's just go right back in yeah. let's just watch, let's sit through it again not because i don't like oh that was fucking awesome i want to see it again but because i kind of relish that enjoyment of us talking about it afterwards and going through it all then seeing it again but this one the fucking second that we walked out of the theater we went straight go to back. the bathroom go back and as we're sta- I'm staying outside the bathroom i was like let's let's just go back in let's just go back let's just go back in i don't i don't care i don't care what we have going on later <laughs> later I we know. have to go back in oh my oh my goodness. god all right i see tim overcliff's already in chat all right, yeah, I'm um, pulling up the uh, chat when they're here. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, I've been checking every day for two weeks. Well, you found it, the massive fight lasted too long. Nonsense! I, Nonsense, sir! I, I, I don't know what is wrong with your your brain and your eyes with your perception of time. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I could, I could totally understand. Um, Understand why Tony snapped? Uh, you know about Bucky very much. So, uh, you know, I, I, he said I will, it all. He said, "I don't care." He killed my he mom. He killed my mom. And 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 I will I will admit, 
I did think at that point in the movie... Hey, our Lord Despair. That was a little bit of a... I mean, I won't say it was like... Like, I, I thought it was fine. Like, as a matter of fact, I thought it was as good as they could have dealt with it. But I will admit, like, in reality, you really would have hoped that, like, that, you know, at that point, they've already gone through so much that they'd kind of be like, look, you know, Tony, he... It wasn't him. You know, whether, whether you think it was or hit, it wasn't him. Yeah. But the way they handled it with, like, the whole shot of, like, him killing his dad, which was pretty rough, and then him... His mother accepting it yeah. and like just seeing it, and then you see Bucky just reach around, and then you see his face. I mean, I you know, it's I I, I felt like they handled it as well as it as it could have been. The thing that I was thinking a lot in this movie was the word payoff. Yes, I felt like they paid off so many things in this film, both character relationships as well as as, as frankly just like they're finally kind of cashing in. On some of the talent they hired, oh like my God, Sebastian yes. Stan, yeah, being hired to play Bucky in the first Captain America film, like really pays off in this yeah. movie. Oh you know? fuck yeah, because he really gets to do something with it. Well, like, and I just someone's uh, putting a comment here. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, the Peter Parker wasn't really needed. He liked him, but wasn't really needed. I, man, I, I, I will agree. Needed is probably a strong term. Like you didn't yeah. have to have him in here for that to to work, but. I a, thought it was like a great introduction. The, to the thing MCU. I loved about it was they literally did the like you know, so how'd that happen? He's like, well, well it's kind of a long story, and then they just and he's like, all right, go, and he just goes beyond it. And it's like that is the perfect like we yeah. we don't we don't need, need it to see it. We don't again. need to see it. We get it. We know the character. Was, he was fucking. Sp- Spot on. I thought you were going to say he was spectacular. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask, so let me, real quick before I forget, because this yeah. whole time I was thinking, do you, is, do you think there could be any? The, the new one's called Homecoming, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they have any relation to the the, the code words? Because Homecoming was like the second to last word. Oh, that's an interesting. I mean, I know it, it, it could point. just You're be totally completely right. random, but, but I just you it, know they I, made such a point of saying the I, words each time. I doubt it though. I doubt. I doubt it is. It's just because I mean, Marvel ties things together. I mean, like even in this. Okay, so like in Agents of Shield, I think it was last season. There was a whole there was a whole through line in in uh, in second season of Agents of Shield. Psycho freak. I agree with you too. By the way. Where there, awesome. was, uh, where there was, where there was a uh, there was a Shield agent who was captured and brainwashed by Hydra, Agent Thirty Three, and like the code phrase that, um, like you know when she was being programmed or whatever, like they they kept saying, "Are you ready to comply? Are you ready to comply?" And that is exactly what Bucky says. Like after his like activation sequence is done, he says, "Ready to comply." And so I mean, just like the fact that like they're stitching even something that. Unimportant. Yeah. The fact that they are stitching that together with what's going on in the MCU on television. Yeah. All the pieces fit with Marvel. I, I agree. And so I, I, don't, I, I, it might not be coincidence. I mean, I thought it, it seemed like, like, well, how would that tie in? But they just, they made such a point of reading the yeah. words, which makes me think that maybe there might be more meaning than just that. But I just remember right. thinking, like, you know, they also said, they also is, said freight car. So, like, if the next, but what if freight so, cars really Doctor Strange two freight car? <laughs> Um, I mean, stranger things have happened. So, oh god, the, yeah, it must be just, Daniel Kaiser's wished, birthday. We just wish Daniel Kaiser a birthday. So that's maybe why I'm thinking of fun. <laughs> Happy birthday, Daniel! I uh, he's not watching this. He's, <laughs> I he's do, got a life. I do agree. So a couple, a couple questions here, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, before we kind of start talking about our opinions, but like somebody said, you know, how did we feel about? Um, uh, Psycho Freak said, "How did we feel about uh, Tony signing the treaty? Like, like he felt like that was against his character." I thought they totally paid it off with that, I, the introduction of that that woman and her yeah. son. I mean, like, well, and Tony, well, has, and the fact that they framed like they framed like Tony's introduction in this film with the regret surrounding the loss of his parents. Well, and also you know? the regret of all his all the weapons that he sold back. I mean, they tied yeah. it back to the very first Iron Man movie with like the whole reason he got rid of those is because he you know starts really thinking about and seeing the damage they were doing. Right. I admittedly like I, it, it's one of those things like. I, it, it, it's a little hard because, like, I have a problem with the the concept of what they were trying yes. to have done. Like, from a personal level, like but the whole from his character. But from his character perspective, I it. thought they did a good job with yeah. it. Like, it made it. It made me. And and you know what? I will even agree with all the characters. Like, I thought all the characters kind of coming to the, their thoughts naturally. Like that scene with Vision where they start him thinking about, "Hey, look, you know, 
this stuff wasn't happening before you were there. There has to be a causality. Right. There, there, or, or there, there might be a causality. There, and it, it almost makes sense that there's some kind of connection. There. There's so much pathos in that too, since Vision is the one who's saying from the beginning that you know that that, that unintended things can happen. Yeah, and he, of course he is the uh, he, he is the perpetrator of those unintended consequences with yeah. Rhodey. Um, so one other uh, quick uh, question was uh, just do do we feel like there was a little bit of a loss of the focus on um, Cap and Bucky? I I don't know. The I don't, movie I don't is know all about can, Cap. That's and what Bucky. I was gonna say. Like I don't. I didn't take that. I didn't take it that way. Now, I mean, did they cram a lot of other stuff in? Absolutely, but they but service not, everything not really at the, well. Not at the expense, in mm-hmm. my opinion, of what happened. You know, of the the storyline between. Captain I think and Bucky. every character in this film gets paid off in some way. I mean, even even the villain uh, Baron Zemo. Yeah. Uh, I guess Corporal Zemo in this. Yeah. Um, but uh, He's not Baron yet. <laughs> not yet. Give it time. <laughs> He's alive. But uh, even Baron Zemo. You know, and, and I mean, we've talked about Marvel kind of being eh, a little weak on villains sometimes. Yeah, but uh, even his character, I think they really, they really, really sold his point of view, and yeah. I love the way they tie that into uh, into T'Challa, and how you know T'Challa's standing there and he's seeing himself in this guy. Yeah, you know, he's seeing the path that he's on, and uh, I mean that's the thing. It's just the drama is so rich, and they they tie all of these threads together so. Uh, just, just I, so deftly. I'm with as so much impressed as they, with the writing. As much as they crammed into this movie. I mean, like, you you know, we, we, we talk sometimes about... Like, I mean, I'll be honest. You could easily, from the outside looking in, if you had no sort of ties to it, you'd be like, well, didn't didn't people used to have tr- trouble with, like, the old Batman movies where they crammed in three or four villains and, yeah. and, it just, and it was just too much and none of them really got, you know, fleshed out or whatever. Like... And I could see somebody looking from the outside, maybe reading the details about this. Like they're going to have this person and this person and this, and, and there's what, no way what? they'll be able to pay How them all off. It's like, and they, yeah, they will. And they did. Like yeah. I, I, I honestly, no one did I felt like got even Martin the Freeman. Shaft. He's only got three scenes, and yet he shines. I do love that we now have like both halves of Sherlock. In, exactly, in the, we got Martin Freeman and Cumberbatch. Yeah. And uh, but man, I loved, loved. Um, is it what's the kid's name that played Spider Man? Um, uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I thought he was so spot on. Everybody I loved the take on him. I, I just, everybody told me. Yeah. Before we went in, they said best Spider-Man ever. hundred percent right. I think I heard, and I couldn't wrong this, but right. I think I heard Toby Maguire uh, gave him big props. Gave him big, yeah. big props. Gave him big props. Right in his name. Yeah. The first guy. Yeah. The first yeah. guy that played him. Yeah. And uh, but Toby Maguire was he was really gracious to Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield as well. As well. Exactly. Yeah. But but just I think he said like, hey, I think he did a great job. Whereas yeah. this guy, he's like. I think he said, like, you know, favorite Spider-Man kind of thing. Like, you know, gave him sort of even more props, which is just, to me, so phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the guy but, that played uh, that played Black Panther, I thought, was awesome. I mean, you... I, I agree. I gotta be Jared honest with Boseman, you. Like, I, this whole time that we were talking about, like, you know, Black Panther's gonna be in it, and, you know, this is the lead-up to a, 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 a solo Black Panther movie. Yeah. I gotta be honest, and I, I'm... But I just, I was like... I'll see that, you know. I'll definitely see it. But it's I don't. Marvel. I don't have any real connection to Black Panther. I never really read him that much. The the times that I ever did read him, he was he was with a lot of other people. So yeah, kinda, it was, I always saw him in crossovers. Just, yeah, it was yeah. a support. Or I should maybe say a support role, but it was just it was alongside so many other characters. I'm a blue embarrassed to say like I had no real interest in him. But again, yeah. Marvel does such a good job with their properties. I was like this. That'll probably be. That'll probably be a movie that'll get me into it. Oh, I'm sold. I'm there. I'm sold there now. now I thought he came off so strong in this yes, movie. I, I mean, and, just, and and as an interesting character, I kept yeah. thinking like I was just like I don't really not get just what's so it. interesting about his character. I don't yeah. quite get it. I'm not I'm not feeling that yet. Watch the movie, and I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm game yeah. for anything. Although, admittedly, I come out of that movie with honestly this the first thought I want to go see it again. Yep. Second thought I cannot. Wait to see the new Spider-Man film. I agree. I I just I agree. am so sold on 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 both of them. Yeah, and and that kind of goes back to I think you know th- that point that was originally made. Like Spider-Man wasn't integral to the story. Spider-Man yeah. might not have been integral to this story, but Spider-Man is integral to the MCU. Yeah, and his appearance, and that's that's the whole thing. This movie was about introducing Spider-Man into the MCU, grounding him in the MCU that we've all known. Yeah, so that when that solo film comes out, you feel that. You feel that Spider-Man is part of the Marvel universe, and it's not just another 
another Spider-Man film that's disconnected from things. I, I think yeah. they're really laying that foundation. Some of the guys here did make a comment, and I, I will actually say, like, I loved the fact that Martin Freeman was in the movie, but I didn't really get why he was. Like, I didn't, I, other, I mean, like, no part of what he did to me seemed like it It was, like, to me, it, it, it was really just a cameo. Like, I, like yeah, it, on the truest expense. Like, not, yes, not like a cameo for something else. Is he supposed to be some character? Yeah, he, he is, he is a, uh, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, he, is a, he is a character from the comics. Okay, okay. And, but, I mean... You know, depending on, I guess, you know, your level of uh, your level of geekdom there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might, you know, serve as, as little more than a cameo. I, I will admit that. comic I've, character in addition to Martin Freeman. I, you know, a couple people mentioned that, and I, and I actually kind of agree. Like, I thought, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Okay. You know, like, it yeah. was just, I was just like, I can't, because I really did sort of expect, honestly, because I, I will say, I stopped reading comics way before Civil War happened, and yeah. so a lot of the, the, you know, we're finally getting into stuff that is, is a lot more outside of when I was reading comics, and that's maybe what, maybe one reason why I'm even more excited is because I don't have those ties, so when they do change stuff, it's not as hurtful to me, you know, because right. I, I didn't have the connection to whatever the original storyline was, but like, I really sort of thought, and you're, at the end, I almost thought, Somehow he was going to end up being in, involved in it when he was talking right. to uh, Zemo, Zemo, you know, behind there, and he was kind of giving him oh, that look that of almost an like interesting twist. Well, he was yeah. giving him like this kind of look of like, oh yeah, do anything and I'll do it, and then yeah. I, and he kind of leaned in and I was like, What's it's working just here? as planned or something, you right, know, like right, that, right, you like know, Hydra. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I really kind of, I kind of thought that was coming, but yeah, um, yeah. man, God. Bless that movie was fucking phenomenal. It was great. Tim says I still don't get the relevance of Martin Freeman's character. Well, I mean, I don't know that he's such a minor character. I don't. I think that... I think you do. I think yeah. you do because I don't think he really had a, a, he's a not... huge relevance. I think it, it was just like we. It's a character that probably is something that we will see later. Yeah. You know, but to me, it kind of reminds me of the first time I saw. Well, it's, it's, um, like, it's like Crossbones. I mean, like yeah. Crossbones is in the film to just move the story along at that point where they need to move the story along. Exactly, and like it's even to you know not he's as a, much. He's as a plot device. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's kind of true. I mean, he's, I think he could have easily just been a no name actor, and if anything, they're just like, you know, hey, you know, we, we're this character probably will be in a few you know more movies. You know, would, would you like to do it? <laughs> Did this movie make you hate Batman v Superman even more because this made sense and was really you know, great? In fairness, this made and, and I'm, I'm, I'm being genuinely honest. This kind of has made Batman and Superman easier to take because I, I'm like, this is so good. Yeah, it it sort of it, it was like a it's like a rinse. It's like I, <laughs> like it rinsed. Batman v Superman out of my mouth, and I don't you mean even like mean a that colonic, as a slam. Like, like where they squirt the water up your. I really ass meant more like out of taste of your mouth. And but like, okay, and like yeah, the candy you go, bar you from when you're seven years old comes out. You go the other end, but yeah, um, I do. But in all fairness, it really did. If like there's this one guy like, going to go scatological on this humor. It's going to be me. <laughs> if it, it kind of gives me hope that like this is so fucking good. It is that if they God. land this and like you know DC sees you know some of these things, maybe they start fixing things. And I don't want yeah. them to make the movies exactly like. Like the Marvel movies, but I mean, the whole point is they can still take the things that are done so well by the Marvel movies and just do them with their own. You know, that's the thing. They just people. they need to pay attention to how much we take fucking British TV shows all the time and remake them in America and make them better because they're with American actors, <laughs> not with not with stupid British actors like the IT crowd. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> but in all fairness, like it's like you can take the the material and just you know tweak it to the to your needs, and it's not like you're. You know, like just giving up, or like I'm just. Doing, it's like you know, no, you're you're doing. Your, oh, I remembered. I'm sorry. Before another one, just, I want to say before I forget it. Okay. Maybe, and I really mean my my favorite thing about this film is how bright it was. Yeah. So you think about how much of a mess Batman versus Superman was, and a lot of it, was, it was just a visually mess. A lot of like I remember a lot of people kind of praising its visuals, like it looked awesome, and I'm like I didn't one. I didn't think it looked particularly awesome. No. And also, it was so dark. That fight scene at the end, while one, it was so, like, it was to me, it was not even interesting. Like, this scene, you know... I, you're I talking about the end of Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. If you... Hey, we're getting a Carmax. Hey, there you go. If, um, if you look at that and watch it, like, to me, it was just not much fun to watch. Like, I didn't feel like the fights were that inspired. They were just like, you know... Wham, wham, wham! You know, just it was just going at it. Whereas, like, you look at the the fight in, in this movie, and there's a lot of things happening. There's witty dialogue. There's like funny lines. Yeah. There's some there's some cool, cool action. action. And to me, that made it work. And it was fucking 
noon, high noon. Yeah. You know, it's bright as fuck, so you saw it all. And it was just like I think sometimes there's this there's this um, want to like hide that, you know, because like ah, it'll kind of the, the effects will. You know, we won't have to do as much work because you'll know, hide some of the imp- imperfections and some of the CG, maybe or right. whatever. Whatever. And to do that the way they did it and just make the movie just fucking gorgeous, God, like God it just looked fucking. Every time I do this, I don't mean to get in this fucking lane, and oh, I yeah. always end up in this fucking lane. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, anyway, yeah, so, so what, what do you what do you think? Okay, so the, uh, going back to what we were saying a few minutes ago, let's let's just talk about like new character introductions. Uh, I, I think we agree. We love Tom Holland as Spider Man. Absolutely yes. loved him. Um, really, really <laughs> shines in yeah. the uh, in the airport fight scene. I mean, just <laughs> somebody did say like Top Gear on the uh, that, that's a, that's a exactly. bad example of American remake. So. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, uh, loved Holland as Spider Man. Yes. Loved Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Yes. I mean, the the thing that I was thinking about, like, like one of the one of the things to the Marvel movie method. One of the things that Marvel does is they really, really pay attention to their script. And, you know, like, just to, to go back real quick to what you were saying about yeah. having that fear that you've got so many characters in this, you're not going to be able to pay them all off. And it's not about quantity. It's not about screen time. It's about quality. And the, the economic storytelling that Marvel does with these films is so impressive. And I think that the relationship between T'Challa and T'Challa T'Chaka uh, is a prime example. Like they, they have basically that one scene together, but it tells you everything you need to know about them. They have yep. this deep love and respect for each other. This is a father and son who, uh, who, who, who could not be further from, say, like Tony Stark and Howard Stark. Yeah. And so when he dies, it instantly informs everything that T'Challa is going to do in the rest of the film, but you also understand there's this underlying aspect to his character that he is a man who takes his honor seriously. Yeah. That he is a uh, he is more than just he is more than just a tough guy. He's a king, yeah. and he thinks at that uh, he, he he thinks at that you know like that sort of like higher level sophistication about his actions and consequences. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I mean, like you totally get that for the sake of his father, whom he loved, he will take all this action in the film, and also totally believe. And when he gets to that scene with Baron Zemo, he says, nope, I'm not going to be you. Yep. I'm not going to make that mistake. And I mean, just, I mean, total. like, I don't know what this total screen time is, but he kicks ass for all of it. Yeah. And you know, the, one of those that great things, you're talking about that, that scene where up until that very moment, he's going to kill him. He's going he's gonna to kill, kill him. him. And his head and is it coming takes, off. And it takes like that, that, Explanation and frankly, understanding. I, th- I think he really understands where where Zemo is coming from. Like I, I mean, understand I, where Zemo is coming. Yes, from. yeah. And and then you know he, he he sort of you know does the the right thing you know or, or you know makes him you know the, what does he say the but the the, the, the living or not living or not done with you yet. Yeah, that's right. And um, I just it's such a such a good and you know the thing I like too is they so much of that like the whole thing where. I would admit, like, I, I wish there was a way, although I don't think that, I, I can't think of one right now, that they could have, that ramp up for, for Iron Man to, you know, show up, hey, buddy, buddy, let's try to, you know, smooth things over to finding out that, you know, one of his new buddy, buddies has killed his mom and dad. Yeah. I, I wish, you know, that ramp up happened maybe just a tiny bit faster than I kind of would have hoped for. But I don't know how else they could have done it. And he's still, it's believable. And then the kind of ramping down of it, like at the end of the movie, where you sort of understand that, like, look, things are definitely different. Yep. And don't think, you know, Tony and Bucky are going out for drinks anytime real soon. Nope. But not like we ended, well, frankly, kind of like we ended Ultron, where it's yep. like, it's just shit is Fucked, you know, like yeah. just it's just the, the the world is is the world uh, will never be the same. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Uh, you know, I did a frame by frame breakdown for I can't remember if it was the first or the second trailer for Cap. I think it was the second trailer, but I did a frame by frame breakdown on YouTube, and I was talking with somebody in the comments, and they were saying, "Oh, come on, you know that uh, they're going to fight the whole movie until like twenty minutes before the end when they figure out like the you know the bad guy that's been responsible for everything, and then they team back up <laughs> and and all is well." And yeah. I was like, you know. I don't think so. Yeah. I was like, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I was like, I think that, I, I think that the villain will play a role in like setting them against each other. Yeah. But 
I think you get down to the end of this movie, and and they're still like it's not going to be fixed. Yeah. You know? And then the only thing that's going to get them back together on the same side is a common is is a gold. really really big yeah. fucking common enemy. Like yeah. I don't know Thanos. Yes. Yeah. So some uh, Psycho Freak out brought a good question. Um, is Psycho Freak out uh, our Lord Despair? Uh, well, I just see the name. He, no, I mean, like he said earlier, but I can't remember. Oh, okay. Exactly. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, he's saying, do you think that the uh, the idea that people blame the Avengers for the damage that they do is similar to blaming a firefighter who can't put a... That, that, uh, saving a building from collapsing while putting, trying to put out a fire? That's exactly how it feels to me. I see, mean, that's now, exactly I, I don't, how it feels I to actually, me. I actually... I don't agree with that. Like, I do think that there is a thing where... That's how they're representing it, I feel. it. Well, it would be the same to me as if it's like... Um, to me, it would be similar as saying, like, we are going to catch, like, like say, like, it's a, a forest fire, and we are going to catch other parts of the for- forest on fire to encapsulate that, yeah. and in doing that, do we burn down your house. Right. It's, uh, to me, though, if they're, like, running into a building, and just, the building is, they can't work fast enough to prevent the damage that's being done, that's a little different from actions they do in trying to save people make damage worse I see, or, or okay, create okay. new damage I, I, I if see, that makes sense to I you. see the distinction you're making and, but but I don't think that that's I think it's on the same in a similar level but I do think that there is this thing like you know you know like we always talk about with Spider-Man with great respons- with great power comes great responsibility yep. and it's like that whole thing of like look one of the things that sucks is yet you can do a lot more than other stuff but you, you'll, you'll be put in positions where you still may not be able to do enough or yeah. you may your actions may turn something worse, you know? There, and you, there's there's collateral damage and yes. consequences. Yeah. And, you know, but, you kind of have to say, like, in a, in a, to a certain degree, like, in that, that scene where it all starts Oh, look, from, it's Black Panther. It's a giant Black Panther inside of the truck. It's a sign. We got to turn ramp- around. We got to turn around and go see it again. It's a sign. They're already ramping God up wants movie. us to watch this movie again, Tony. <laughs> it, um, but they're already... Baby Jesus. They're already... Um, you know, that very first scene where, you know, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch... Takes crossbones and you know, you know, in, uh, encloses that explosion yep. and then sends it up. And you know, and it's one of those things like you know, everybody's I'm sure you know that, that you know. In, oh, in she saved there, Cap. Like, she, well, or she could have sent it further away. Or why didn't yeah. you do it this way? Or why didn't you do this, that, or the other? And it's you know, thinking that it's so it's that heat of the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I I do think though that I said this in the, and I said this in the frame by frame breakdown, and it holds true now. There is a part of me that. Is a little incredulous. <laughs> he is our Lord Despair. Yeah. Sorry, thanks. I, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, there is a part. I like that you talk about yourself in the third person too when you say that. That is incredulous uh, with regard to the perspective that you know the Avengers are causing all this havoc and have to be reined in. Like the woman who says, you know, my son was in Sokovia. You know, when you guys dropped the city on him, it's like I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not. But had that action not been taken, Ultron would have extinguished all life on this planet. Well, you know, though, and, and I will say this is the one thing I think is is amazing about movies like this. You could take this to someone who'd say like, "We should have never dropped the atomic bomb." I don't care. Yeah. You know, because like some people say like, "Well, look, it stopped." A war that was killing hundreds, hundreds of thousands, thousands of, people. of people, and they're like, well, but then that sometimes though that'd be the same thing of like someone saying like, well, um, you know, the reason maybe you don't have uh, the reason you don't have capital punishment is because you know you might kill ninety nine out of a hundred people that did deserve to, but there's that one person that didn't. Yeah, we can't take that chance. Yeah, in a way, I mean that's, that's it's basically a, my position. Yeah, and in a way that's it's a, it's a there's a similar thought process of like, well, you know. Yeah, you took that action, but you you made the decision for other people's lives who may not have died from that just to save other potentially saved. Because that's the yeah. other thing. You can't, you know, you, you are sacrificing people on the altar of the greater good. Yes. But, people, you, well, are, but you are still sacrificing. And, but you're also making a determination that could be wrong. Yeah. You do an action that says, well, if we didn't stop this here, it would have gotten worse. Well, that's what you think it is. Yeah. Maybe Ultron couldn't have taken over the world. Maybe he... They, they, maybe if they oh, had come waited, on, it's James Spader. James Spader can take over the world. Uh, See, that's all Tony Stark had to tell that woman. He's like, James Spader was trying to take over the world. She's like, oh, we're good. Oh, wait, oh, wait, that's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's right, yeah. No, but in all fairness, that's the thing. Like, what if what if they had put off that attack six hours? And in that six hours, Vision came up with some, you know, code that, that was able to take care of it. Yes, a thousand people got killed in the city, but not the... 
10,000 that did or whatever. You know, and the whole point is they have to make decisions in the moment and especially when they harness the kind of power they do. And I mean, it's it's not a simple thing. It's not a simple, you know, this was the right thing to do, this was the wrong thing to do. And the movie portrays it that way. Exactly. The movie does not dumb it down by exactly. saying this side's right and this side's wrong. Exactly. They give it the the respect to just say everybody, you know, has a slightly different opinion <laughs> on this. I will say our Lord of Despair makes the perfect the perfect point, the great point, which is is that the government sent a nuke in for the first Avengers, but yet they're mad that the Hulk smashed a couple of buildings. Uh, that's a very excellent point. That's a great point. They, and that, they were I mean, ready that's to a, nuke the city. That's something that Steve should have like like thrown in Iron Man's face. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like these are the people that tried to nuke New York. Yeah, that is a great point. Um, and and I, I, th- I do think they invoked the World Security Council at some point, which were the people yeah. who were responsible for that decision. The first. Oh, Avengers. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point is that I love the fact. No, okay, so number one, there's not a direct analog in this film to to like you know anything that's going on in the world right you know like, like right so now like it's not like torn from the headlines like a Law yeah, Order episode, yeah, yeah. and yet it's applicable to so many things. Oh, like you yes. can apply it to like the you know the, the collateral damage of war. You can talk about you know individual rights versus collectivism. I mean, there's like so many yeah. aspects of this conflict that are uh, that that connect. You know, with with lots of different people from lots of different places for lots of different reasons, but at the end of the day, yeah, it is paid the due respect. Like every character in this film, including Baron Zemo, yeah, every character in this film feels they are right and they're taking action because they're right. And what results is a dramatic and satisfying conflict, yeah, as opposed to. The Martha misunderstanding of Batman v Superman. I was that is I the was greatest dying, contrast between these movies. I was dying for them to just just sense the trailer because you know it was it was that scene that scene with um, uh, with uh, Falcon and Cap and, and Bucky. Your they mother's played. name was Sarah. I was I, was, I, I, I wish they just just for the sake of it just been like your mother's name's Martha and you'd be like <laughs> Martha. Why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? I was hoping that would happen, but it didn't happen. I, I I so hope like in the deleted scenes, or excuse me, in the blooper reel, there's like a <laughs> blooper reel like that. where where uh, where Cap says to Tony in that scene, like, by any chance, was your mom's name Sarah? <laughs> okay, never so mind. Like, go, no. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and hit me. It's fine. <laughs> dude, that was I tried. He's like, he looks at Buck. He's like, dude, I tried. Dude, I tried. I, don't I know. tried. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That was my silver bullet. I, so there are a couple other uh, things come up here. Um, yeah. And, and, and again, our Lord Despair uh, makes another kind of point that I think I, I kind of agree with is we still the one I will kind of give you this we still didn't really get resolution to to Bucky like to his no, that, that's still I, an open ended question even even not even so much like I mean you know we know the characters gonna be around and move on to things but like we still don't really get and I, I will actually maybe agree with a small point you know that was made earlier is that you know. We, we didn't get enough of Cap and Bucky. I think we got enough of Cap and Bucky. We didn't really get a, a good fina- finality to, to no. any part of Bucky's storyline. That's ongoing. Which is a, is a good I point. love that moment, though, before Cut they... Cut the st- check! Oh, man, we need we need more <laughs> Mackie cutting the check. Um, I love that moment before they step off the Quinjet to go into the compound, and they're talking about, you know, like back in the day, and, you know, like spending the hot... You know, like you spent the, the, the bus fare money yeah. trying to, you know, impress Dolores... And, you call uh, her Dot. And he goes, she must be 100 years old now. He's like, buddy, so are we. <laughs> and there, That's like, why we think we can sneak around with a ball cap on and a jacket. That's exactly right. <laughs> the fucking disc, dude. I, I made fun of that, like, in the trailer, but, I mean, my God, in the film. They're sitting there, like, wearing, like, the like we're undercover outfit with the ball cap and the aviators. And then Sherry Carter comes up and, like, bitch, where's your hat and glasses? <laughs> you said that? We're undercover. And then my thing was just, like, I wanted him so bad to turn her and be like, How'd you know it was us? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, that is, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that oh, was that, that was, is fucking that was pretty comical. damn funny, John fucking Wayne. Look at look at that. There um, it is on a billboard. All right, um, let's see. Giant man, <laughs> dude, dude. The fucking oh my Force god! Up. He says, "All right, I tried this once in the lab, and like I just looked at you, and I was like." Oh my god, it's Giant Man! Then he, like, he grows to like 40 feet tall. I'm, I'm not... Ah, it was awesome! And, and that's the thing. That's why I have a hard time feeling that there was... Like, maybe on a second viewing, maybe maybe it's somehow different. But like I can't imagine. That fight 
was so good. Yeah. It was so good. And it's also so good because while it never got like, like I, I will admit, I, I sort of thought there was a point where we might get to a time where I, I was a little surprised no one died. Like, and I know yeah. I'm not saying that in a good, good way. No, I really I, thought. I totally expected somebody was going to cry. I saw, and, and to be honest with you, I kind of kept thinking it might be Cap. You I know, thought it a might major, be Cap too. A major thing. And yeah. then when, it, when, when, um, like I thought when, Rody might when die. Rody got died, and I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. But alas. But, uh, <laughs> It's, I don't know. I just say it. I'm sure Don Jules is a nice guy. I just do not like him in that role. Really? I, I just don't. Oh, I, I always great. liked uh, uh, Terrence, Howard. Terrence Howard. I do. I was he thinking. He had, had some swagger to him that I just don't feel like Jill quite has. I, I, I wonder if Terrence Howard's kicking himself yet. Uh, yeah, I would, I would think so. I mean, he does have, I guess, a pre published show on Fox, but still. It's that's not, true. That's not What's that called? The Empire? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, anyway. But, um, yeah, the, the, the airport site, uh, the airport fight... I mean, I, I think it really did. I mean, it paid off. They they teased that in the trailer so much. And, well, they, man, they, they paid showed off. they showed a decent amount of it up till now, and still, I, I there There's was nothing about that. Um, uh, there, there, like I, none of it was ruined. For, yeah. You know, like um, I don't know, I don't know. Did you catch the cameo? It's one of the directors, you know, the brothers. I don't know if it's Anthony or Joe. I think it's Joe. But he's got the cameo as the dead body in the hotel bathtub. Uh, like the psychiatrist who Zemo replaced yeah. uh, to, to get into uh, to Bucky. But anyway, it was just I love directors who do dead body comment, or dead body cameos. Yeah. I, uh, and I'm wondering if the other brother did something that I missed somewhere in the film. Well, and... Uh, um, uh, Ice Twenty One here uh, yeah. uh, made a good point too that uh, Zemo did that without uh, Z- Zemo did more kind of potential damage to 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 the squad right without any superpowers with, whatsoever really like yeah potentially a large bankroll uh, yeah, yeah I mean I feel yeah. like some of that had you know there there had to be some some money behind oh, that oh right but, like unlike unlike Loki, Loki and the, and the yeah. pokey stick yes yeah okay yeah that's a very good point. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it just shows you what uh, hatred in your heart, thirst for revenge in a year, uh, in a year of your time can get you. Well, what does he say? He said, "I had," he said something. He says, "I have experience and patience, and a man with those can do anything." And they and they they, they pay they pay that off. Um, I am wondering what he was. I'm wondering what he was trying to what he was trying to accomplish and he, he kept trying to get the situation report about basically the assassination of the Starks well so and I'm curious yeah. like what was he trying to track down was he just like because obviously you know like he, he, he was ostensibly a, he's going to find the facility yeah. where the other winter soldiers are kept but then he caps them and I, that's maybe the one thing that his character does that I'm not really clear well, on and why. the timeline seemed because like I kept thinking I was like well maybe he didn't know Bucky, Winter Soldier, was the one that did it. He just knew one of them did it, maybe. But but I don't That's think possible, so because in the timeline, I think he's already he's already dressed as Bucky at that point when we see that line, don't we? Or is that a little later? I can't um, remember. I, I can't remember. Either. Let's go back and watch it again. Okay, turn okay. the car around. Turn the car around. Cut the check. Oh man, I love Mackie. Let's see here. Um, Get your money right then. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> so Wakanda has a giant Black Panther uh, statue. Um, could there be a spinoff for Thundercats? God, I hope so. And fucking Black Panther X Thundercats. Oh. Um, be it'd be no stranger than Men in Black crossover, crossover 20, with three Jump Street twenty one. It might be twenty three. Whatever they're saying. It. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, you know again just like. Going back and kind of talking about the characters like being serviced in a really fulfilling way, um, I thought like I thought we finally got to see Sam Wilson kick some fucking ass in this movie. I mean, like Falcon kicks some ass in this film. Yeah, uh, everybody did. Honestly, everybody did. Every single person did so good in this. Like you know, yeah. even though I mean, you know, Hawkeye was not in it for a ton of time, but I mean, when he was, he always comes in and really plays a major role. And I, I like yeah. him more and more every He's time. He's always pivotal. He's always pivotal. Yeah. And then you you look at like um, Ant Man. Ant Man oh. really didn't have 
a ton of screen time, but man, it was and, just and you kind so of assumed he was just going to be comedic relief until it turns out that he is the goddamn Trojan horse yes. of their little skirmish. I, I do. I love like the little lines, like uh, okay, uh, now would be the time that anybody has any uh, anybody got any unrevealed, unrevealed abilities <laughs> they'd like to talk about now. <laughs> Oh, that escalated man. quickly. That was it. Went up a notch. It did, didn't it? That uh, oh man, that was so awesome. It was. I, God, I love. I love the dynamic. Like you know, you got to be honest. Like you look at like so many of these. Um, you look at so many of these characters, and again, you know, it's like you know, this was. You know, so many people have kind of said this is like a third Avengers movie, practically. Like it's just it was. You know the uh, it was the, the the amount of characters and everything, but it also just it. That last scene where you've got, um, where not the last scene, that scene where they're all just you know fa- facing off against one another. I mean, we've seen that trailer so many times, but when you really get that, like every person has some interpersonal struggle with the person on the other side. You've like got Wanda, Vision, and Wanda. You've got uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. Exactly. You got everybody. You've got Black Panther and Bucky. I mean, yeah. I guess you know that's you don't, the thing. You don't, like it's not action for the sake of fucking action. And, it is drama, and you the you, fight comes from the drama. You could maybe make the small argument that the Ant Man, Spider Man were like comedic relief battling yeah. to a degree, yeah. but they both had such integral parts of the fight with every, with everybody else, and they're kind of coming and, at it from the same perspective, which is like I'm the new guy trying to impress the boss. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, they're right. basically playing the same. Dude, beat. I and the lines, man, they had so many good lines, especially fucking Spider Man, yeah. like like all the little things, like you know. Like just talking about like you know oh you got that's cool man what are you doing there like, like you know he's just so, is that carbon fiber like I what's lo- the what's the what's the tensile strength to weight ratio on those things I, I loved I loved two two things about that fight that I loved so much one was it felt like a real fight yeah but with people who did not intend on actually killing one another right and you know other than Black Panther who well, was probably trying to kill Bucky that's, that's a good point okay but but other than that everybody else yes and I think everybody else was pulling their punches it felt it did feel like a we we may not come back from this the same way yeah. you know maybe not dead but not the same way yeah and but yet they still it was a there was there were laughs in it. There was just amazing action and the fucking Star Wars line. Oh my They're like, god! Hey, you guys remember that uh, that really really old movie, uh, Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back? Back. <laughs> and then like he starts doing the fucking oh at at you know attack. Oh, that was so- <laughs> coming <laughs> around. <laughs> I was oh, just waiting for so it. one good. more pass. Wow! <laughs> oh, that was so good. That's so good, man. See again, like like the thing the thing that I just cannot harp on enough is that this movie, and I mean the comparison to Batman v Superman is inevitable. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to talk about Batman v Superman any more than we have to. Yes, really, yeah. like I'm not here to like jump up and down on its head, but it's just that. Okay, like in that airport fight scene, and then again at the end when Bucky, Iron Man, and Cap are throwing down. The music cues in those scenes are tragic. It sounds like, you know, <laughs> opera of tragedy. Yeah. Um, the music cues are not bombastic and, hey, this is a kick-ass fight, you know, between all these superheroes. The The music says what is going on here is a terrible thing that is happening. Catastrophe, yeah. to use Vision's word. Yeah. Um, they, they, they really, really play the conflict... As the you know the driving force and the fighting and the action and the fun that comes out of that yeah. is all just a consequence of the battle of ideas going on in this film and it is so grounded in the characters um, like you you really believe that everybody who's there is doing what they're doing because they believe in what they're doing and it just it makes all the difference in the world as opposed to the the giant misunderstanding that is the fight of, you know, the, the, the titular fight of Batman v Superman. Yeah. And I, I keep going back to just the fact that, like, this, that you just... I, I believed this more. Like, I yeah. mean, and, and if anything, if you want to go, you know, go over the top, like, we had so much more going on in this world that's unbelievable. I mean, I, oh, totally. yes, you have a, you know, Superman from another world and stuff, but then you got Batman, who's 
you know, fairly grounded in reality for the most part. He's basically a James Bond type character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a simple guy give, with a lot of gadgets. You do have to give the like the superhuman kind of fighting ability. That's he's not superhuman, but he somehow has it. You know, thing. I'm, but you know, you give you, you give a little you give a little bit for that. And but the Marvel films are pretty fanciful. Uh, exactly. But but that's the thing. They're maybe even more fanciful, and somehow come off as more believable. Yeah, I agree. Significantly more believable. And it's because it's because they, they make real people. The pe- exactly. They make those characters. And real people, real people joke. They make they they joke during adversity. Yeah. They they That's how most people deal with exactly. adversity. Exactly. And like it, it's that's I don't know, man. It's, they, they gosh, they just do such a good job. You know, we, we talked they a, do. early on when we first started doing the show, we talked so much about the um, the Marvel formula, the you know, the Marvel Studios formula. Yeah. And They've got it. It's I, real. The form, believe. Oh, it's the yeah. method is real. Back then, I, it was real already. But like, it's still you know it, it, it you know they had done well for a long time for you know for quite a few movies, but it still felt like they were playing in their own sandbox to some degree. Like they were still they, their movies were so great, they were so good, but like it didn't go you know maybe as beyond that. And man, now here lately, you take some of the last you know last couple movies, and especially when you think of. Captain America, I think, was one of the first ones that I actually think a lot. It, it was one of the first ones people struggled to like as much. Like, I feel like the first Captain America was a solid, solid movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed I it. I loved it, but I do think that it has a My little less of too. the of the fancifulness of some of the others, like of the Iron Man's and the, you know the other. It just didn't quite maybe have that same thing. But then you go to Winter Soldier, where I think it, it leapfrogs some of the others in terms of just overall drama and storytelling oh, yeah. and things like that. It went up and then you cut to this one, which I think, I mean, I, and granted, it's I'm hot on it right now, but it'd be hard for me not to say this is not my favorite of the Marvel movies. It is so far. It, it has so much, it has so many and, and so much of all the things that I like about the Marvel Universe. And in all fairness, it, it's involving... <laughs> 80% of them or whatever. Yeah. You know I mean? It's, it's involving so much of it. There's oh. very few people that don't wind up in this conflict somehow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the other thing is that, uh, again, like 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 I, I started off talking about today, payoff. There's so many things that get paid off in this. I mean, you know, like we've we've done sort of like Tony Stark has, has dad issues. We've done that. You know, since like you know, since like the first Iron Man movie was kind of hinted at, and then in Iron Man two, we got you know we got a bit more of it, and and you know we come into this movie, and I mean like the introduction of the character is all about that. And by the way, what did you think about seeing twenty year old Robert Downey Jr. Robert again? Jr. Haven't seen twenty year old Robert Downey Jr. in a while. Although, admittedly, like what what the hell was he now? Fifty or forty? Like, I think he's got to be in his fifties. So, fifty year old Robert Downey Jr. doesn't look. As far away from twenty-year-old Robert Downey Jr. as we probably do. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was amazing. That's it, you know, it reminded me of that scene from uh, Ant Man, but even better. Like it, you know, the one thing we with said Ant-Man, they were like ninety-five percent there. That, that was, now they're a hundred. That was I, I was gonna say like that. That to me is like ninety-nine. Like yeah. they are about as close as I think they can get when until until it just hits that point where. You don't know it, and, and we will, and, and, and we may never know. They may be like, oh yeah, by the way, Robert, you know. Was in a car accident. And we shot the last three films with his CG double. And right, nobody right. even knew he's been in a coma all this time. Yes, yeah. Act, acting, you know, via brain interface. Acting. Um, but seriously, like the twenty year, like I, I, and I, I did like I, I spoke a little bit louder than I meant to in the theater, but like we're watching it, and I just was like, "Are you seeing this?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was amazing. The effect was really, really convincing. It was, uh, and then you get really close in his face at the end oh, of that yeah. shot. I mean, he's like, right it wasn't like, like, like the one thing I think you could almost say about like uh, Ant Man is it looked like there was a couple times where they had him turn or face behind you, like yeah. times where they they kind of were able to cheat a little bit and not have to do as much CG. Yeah. And this one, I mean, he's facing the camera the whole fucking scene, and he comes right up to it at the end. Uh, then you see, you know, then you elder see current Tony current, Stark, current Downey Jr. in the background. It was impressive. I mean, it was it was damn impressive. And I mean, I, I was impressed with the Michael Douglas shit yeah. in Ant Man. Oh, I, th- I thought it was but we, really yeah, good. But we, there was room for improvement. There, there was that. Uh, There's a lot less room for improvement yeah. in this. Uh, somebody's asking us, uh, or a couple people actually, I say, yeah. are asking us uh, who we feel like should be the uh, villain in the f- new Spider Man movie. 
Oh, that's a good question. You know, I'd like it to be somebody oh. a little off the beaten path. Let me throw you a couple things they're, they're, they're talking about and get your opinion. So, um, okay. we've got uh, Neil is saying uh, he thinks it will probably get the Vulture, but he'd love to see the Puppet Master. Okay. Uh, Our Lord Despair is uh, saying uh, Lizard. Um, yeah, they did that last is, time. What is D-E-R? I'm not sure. D-E-R. Um, yeah, it just says Lizard.D-E-R. So, I'm not sure there might be a character I'm... Not thinking I don't of. know, maybe it's um, or somebody I'm not thinking of. Uh, Ice-21 has the one that I would have probably said, which is Mysterio. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, I, I would like to see Mysterio. And admittedly, and, I, and a couple somebody else here, I think, said, too, is like, you know, I would love to see Mysterio, but maybe not for the first movie. Like, yeah. it, and, and I don't know how I feel about that, because I feel like we've, you know, we've seen Green Goblin so many times. We've seen, yeah, I don't we've had the lizard. We've had, we've had a couple, had of, even Dog. though not in the current one, we've had Doc Ogg. I think at this point I would probably be okay because this is the first time Marvel's doing it. So I feel like no matter who they do, I feel like it'll be a better take, or it'll be a, a fresh enough take on the character that I won't care. Even if, even if it ends up being Green Goblin for you know, which I kind of hope it's but not. I can, I can do with that exactly. You know? I, I I would like to see something like a Mysterio or. Um, I don't know. I'd get Vulture too. The Vulture would be pretty cool, I, I, especially I since we haven't. Well, I don't know if I it, never saw Spider Man Three. We didn't uh, get him in that, did we? No, no. It was it was the fucking uh, Mellow Yellow Goblin and then uh, Venom and Sandman, right? And Sandman and um, when there are like eight others in there. No, no thankfully okay. not. Uh, you know, uh, oh, I think sorry. I think Dur just meant like well, Dur. I think Craven would be interesting too. I, I'm, I yeah. don't, I don't have like Craven a great, Hunter, like, yeah. I can't say like off the top of my head. Here's the story that you know that they need to do with Craven, but I think Craven would be interesting, and I would love, I would fucking love to see Frank Castle on the well, big screen of the MCU with Spider Man. I'd so love that. I was first saying that. Um, that it's Sony just making stop it. Stop the car before I hit this guy. So that Sony's making it, so he's afraid they'll play it a little safe. I thought they had no. basically handed the reins over to Marvel. They, they, they have. Like they're going to. Sony's still, Sony's distributing. They're still distributing, Marvel Studios yeah. is making the movies. Yeah. So to me, that's again similar to like our our ride down. We were talking about how you know we think having Ben Affleck being part of that process is a a, a good improvement for there. I, I think basically handing the reins over to Marvel and being like, look, just just give us our cut. You make it. Yeah. Make it huge. Well, and literally, you, you look at the one decision they've already made and how solid it is. Yeah. And and I did I liked Andrew Garfield, and I did not I have too. a problem with his take. As a matter of fact, I enjoyed both those films. I had did I have problems with them? Sure. Sure. And as a matter of fact, did I have more quite a bit more problems than I do with most Marvel movies? Like most Marvel movies, the problems I have, I'm like, eh, wasn't enough to really bother me. Yeah. But those were ones I'm kind of like, yeah, they should have done that better. But I mean. <laughs> I just, you know, and maybe it's not fair because we're comparing, you know, two films versus, you know, 20 minutes of screen time, whatever. But I, I just, they, in that 20 minutes, they have sold me so, so much on that so character. much so on that character. Uh, we didn't see the Iron Spider, but I suppose that it's possible that that could happen in the solo Spider-Man films. I do. I sort of hope they don't do it for a Tony while. Stark. Yeah. Is going to be uh, in the Spider-Man Homecoming film. I and just I some hope, other people from the MCU. We'll see. I, I, that's the thing. I hope they don't do too many because you know that's the thing. Like Spider-Man has had lots of different. Yeah, I mean it's one thing. Like Iron Man is always changing suits, and so that it's sort of like yeah. that's part of it. But when Spider-Man changes suit, it's usually for a distinct purpose. You know, the black right. suit Spider-Man, or the you know, or the Iron Spider, like things things like those you know kind of concepts. So I hope we don't see too much of that. No, in the first movie, I like we, you know. We don't need that out of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yes, we have seen Punisher: Dirty Laundry. God, you, yes, you showed that to me years ago. Whenever I guess it first had come out oh, with uh, what's yeah, his name, Jane, uh, Thomas Jane, Jane. Yeah, Thomas Jane. Oh, and that's fucking awesome. Matter of fact, when we first were talking about um, having um, having, God, I'm so awful with names. Uh, the guys playing Punisher and Daredevil, Bernthal. Uh, yeah, John, John Bernthal. Bernthal. We were first talking about that. We we're like, that is awesome. That 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 could be as awesome as Thomas Jane and that you know that yeah, short that, that was done that independent short was. yes yeah who are those guys just a couple of guys who are about to walk into a diner for the last time so good it does make you wonder why like Marvel doesn't look at that and just be like hey um, just uh, you want to be back on you want to be back in uh, the, the movies again we'll come back come on back I I tell you I, they've not really crossed over. Other than Agents of Shield, I mean, certainly Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield has had some pretty direct correlation. Yeah, but Coulson was, you know, Coulson is the central figure in, in Phase One of the MCU. Yeah, so that's not surprising. But 
since phase two, they have not had as much of a, they've not really had like a lot of direct crossover as far as like TV stuff coming to the films. Okay, yeah. well, I won't even say that. Okay. None of the Netflix shows has really showed up in a substantial way. Like nobody's mentioned, you know, anything weird going on in Hell's Kitchen. Nobody's mentioned yeah. Kingpin or Ben Ulrich or, you know, anything yeah. like that. Um, but, really, you say you say not much. I don't think it's at all, right? Like I, we haven't I, I had can't any. think. I mean, maybe there's something I'm missing, yeah. but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But uh, but the point is that I'd really love for that to happen. I, oh yeah. I'm hard pressed to think of a situation in which you know Steve Rogers needs well you know fucking Matt Murdock's well, help. But other than like Steve uh, Rogers, like hey, I could use a lawyer. I'm, I that's, to go to, see, and I, I know I know that sounds like such a landlord. cheesy thing, but like in this movie it would have been amazing for like that scene where. Um, you know, uh, Scar- uh, 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 fucking, geez, I'm losing my mind. Uh, Black Widow yeah. was talking to Steve, and and she just says something like, you know, you know, they're you know they're gonna come after you if you do that, and say so like, you know, I do know a good lawyer, right, or something like that. You know, even just like this small little thing of like that. Like, Ooh, I wonder if they're, you know, they're talking about. They can you contact know, like my attorneys stuff. at Nelson and Murdoch. Yeah. Nelson and Murdoch, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, just even even something like that would have been awesome, but uh, you know, I'm sure they're in a way. I bet they are kind of saving it in case they do really want to full on do it. Which I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they are right. You've, you've talked a couple times. I think I, I don't. Know. I mean, maybe it's, there's no plans that I know of. I mean, obviously they're doing the Defenders. Like they're shooting the Defenders at the end of this year. So yeah, yeah. the Netflix, you know, branch of the MCU is going to do their crossover event this year. Yeah, uh, or, or I guess it'll be out next year. They're filming. This yeah. Year. Yeah, but um, you know the thing but, that they always say, and it's a, I mean it's a valid point. What problem are the Avengers going to have that the people like in the Defenders are going to be able to help with? Yeah, you know, and, and I mean that's that's true. I mean yeah, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, you know they're they're definitely more high octane than Punisher and Daredevil. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like I but, can I mean, see you could, a Punisher. You could argue Black Widow is on par with some somebody like Turtle, totally, yeah, right? You yeah. know, like from a from a. It, it'd uh, be interesting to see them go at it. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like if they, if they were going to do, let's say, like a Black Widow solo film, or you know, like I, I don't know about like an Avengers movie them showing up, but yeah. like, certainly in one of the solo films. Yeah, I think there's I think there's potential for crossover there. I would. Uh, like I'd love, like saying, like the Black Panther movie or something like that. Like he travels to New York City for something, and you yeah. know, and runs into Daredevil for something. Like I, I could suits, totally suits I, me. I could totally live with something like that. But I, I kind of don't know if I think that's going to happen. Um, so let's, let's let's think of a couple other things. Is there any other things that you can think of? Because we're getting we're probably getting close to to time to wrap. Time to wrap. Because what um, what were your like? What, like what, what's is there any other any other things we haven't talked about yet that you can think of? I came into this movie. Really fucking excited. Yes. I was excited for Civil War after we saw the first trailer. Yep. I was really excited after I saw the second trailer. I was through the fucking roof when people who had seen this, you know, were released overseas uh, last week and the week before. Um, I got really, really fucking excited when they started saying things like best Marvel movie ever, best Spider-Man ever, all that. All weekend long, when it was open here in the States, I was itching yes. to go and see this movie and when we finally you know figured out it was going to be today and the time and all that stuff I mean I had so much anticipation for this film and my expectations were pretty high oh yeah and it still surprised that, me and exceeded what I expected from it that is it exactly my the way I was going to say because like that that you know I remember when we went into, uh, we, you know, we go in a lot of movies, and I'll, I will start downplaying my expectations because I'm I'm really bad about like if I go in with the wrong expectations and it doesn't live up to them, then it it negatively impacts the film. Instead of just yeah. being like ah yeah that didn't end up being as good, it kind of makes it like ah oh, man I was really hoping to be that. This one I had gotten so hyped up about that I really was fearful that like nothing would be able to to fully make me happy with it, yeah. and I. I mean, I'm I'm giddy. Like it was just such such a good movie. I mean, it's yeah. such a good movie, not just such a good. We talk about it a lot of times, like not just a good comic book movie. We're we're, we're you know so yeah. far beyond that stuff now. This I, is uh, this is the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel movies you, so far. You remember we kind of said something similar to that yeah. about um, Winter Soldier, right? You know, because it was that darker film, and it kind of took it and made it you know. 
it, it was a lot. It was it was a lot serious, more serious. There was less comedic lines, but you got to the end of it, and you're like, man, that was that was really good. Like, had that been like a Jason Bourne or something, you know, I mean, just take away some of the super powered stuff and just yeah. make it about the you know the concept was going on, it would have been a really good movie. And then on top of that, it was just a phenomenal you know cap movie. I, you know, I don't know, man. This was this was just such. They just man, they just nailed this. They just nailed it. They did on, on every every level. Um, it's amazing how fun it is, considering that it, it's it's the most somber movie they've done to date. Well, you you think about it, like you know, I remember so many people talking, and I, I know we keep tying it in, but that, I think it is legitimate. There's a connection between these. We keep tying it to Batman v Superman, yeah. and the thing with Batman versus Superman was it the 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 concepts are the same. And yet, still somehow, like like you know, th- this one, you know, it's it, even though it's a dark concept, like these, you know, these these characters on, the, you know, these these two, um, pe- you know, people on either side of these, you know, conflicts, like going at one another. It just, I don't know, like even though it felt more serious, it still didn't feel like depressing. It almost made it was almost more like frustrating, like angry, like you're angry at your buddy cuz he doesn't see your point of view. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. "Dude, no, I'm telling you, look here." Da, da, da. And he's like, "No, man. I mean, I get what you're saying, but no, it's you know, can't, you know, I can't get with it. I'm over here." It's it's that kind of thing where you really can believe it. Whereas on the other so level, you, it's just you're not fighting about sense. whether, you know, like the Beatles or Kanye West are the most influential music Yes, of all exactly, time. exactly. It's or not. that new Paul McCartney guy that like cut a track with Kanye. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever he's doing in the music industry. <laughs> Um, it was great. Oh man! The bottom so line good. is this movie was fucking great. Bottom line, since we were the last ones to see, it, you should go out and see it if you have. You should go see it. You should go see it. Marvel has done it again. We should do a second breakdown when we see it again. That actually—that's a good that, idea. This actually would be the movie. It would be fun to do it again because I, I can't imagine. Like I, the only problem is we'd probably say, be saying the exact same thing yeah. with the same amount of excitement. I would think. My God. Yeah. Um, Hats hats off to hats off to all all the team at Marvel Studios. Absolutely, what, I, whatever you guys are putting in the water, keep doing it. This this just makes me gosh, this is so. I, I just I I cannot wait to see how they do. You know how they do. I, I know they're going to change the names, but you know Infinity War or, for, or you know Infinity War one and two yeah. and Guardians and fucking what what do we got next? And we've got. Well, let's see. We got Doctor Strange at the end Doctor of the year. Doctor Strange at the end of the year, which actually I was I was bummed we missed we missed the trailer coming in for that. But yeah, have you seen did. the most recent one? I have. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those where it, it's gotten me you know even more interested for it. But mm-hmm. man, they just don't, I don't have a clue what's what's in store. what's still in store yet. Yeah. But but uh, I have. We got Doctor Strange. We got Captain Marvel, Black Panther. Are those coming? When are those next year? Uh, I think two thousand. I, I think that Black Panther and and Captain Marvel are next year, but I'm not oh, positive. Shit. Yeah. And that'll be kind of fun, because, or kind of interesting, because that'll be there. There won't be one of those tentpole movies necessarily next year, where yeah. like an Avengers, like an Avengers style. or one of the core, you know. Iron oh well, Man's no, movie. the third Thor, the third Thor, that'll be a. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Maybe are all those next year? Because I think the first Avengers: Infinity War is 2018. And I was second thinking 2019. I was thinking. I didn't think Captain Marvel was close yet. I was thinking it's a ways off. I think Captain Marvel's coming out before Avengers: Infinity War because well, yeah, they I'd, said that she's going to be in it. Oh well, yeah. the Russo brothers kind of spilled the beans. They're like, "Oh yeah, Captain Marvel's going to be in." I get that. They'll have to. And Guardians Three. What what year is this? And this is the, also the same studio, essentially. Maybe I'm high, wrong. It's also putting out star, putting out star new Star Wars movies that's out right. every year. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the first Infinity War movie is 2019. So we've still got 2017 I, and 2018. I think you might be right. Let's just see. But I know the movies that I, I think the movies that are coming out prior to. Infinity War are Guardians 2, Doctor Strange, Thor 3, Captain Marvel, Black Panther. That's five. Yeah. And I think there are three in one year. Uh, let's see. Infinity War Part 1 is supposed to be May 18. All right. So there you go. So that's not that far. Anyway, it's that dude. It's, man. It's two years from now. And then May 19th. That's actually the kind of cool thing, too. We won't have to wait a couple years in between. We'll get them back-to-back years. Suits me. Man, I I just can't say enough about that. That was just phenomenal. It was. I will say, after the, uh, you know, we've had, what, Deadpool, Batman v Superman, and, and Civil War this year. I I really enjoyed Deadpool. I really enjoyed I it. Too. But, I, I like, this would still, by far, be the... the Best experience movie wise this year. It's by the high far. water mark so far, and, and Deadpool is is right behind it. 
And then whatever that third one I mentioned is somewhere in there. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's down there somewhere. Yeah. Uh. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for uh, chatting with us, for hanging out, listening to the live stream. Uh, of course, uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter, at Breakdown Show. I'm at Viking Brent. And then, of course, if you want to leave a, a comment, uh, both of these, uh, the pre-show and this, are going to be going up in high-quality versions next week on drivehomebreakdown.com. We'll see you guys for the next one, whatever it may be. Until then, the breakdown rolls on. Breakdown.